Welcome to the Holo Chronicles. This is Andy. This is Josh. Episode one of the Holo Chronicles. Shout out to the BMB. The BMB, the Blue Milk Brigade. Yeah, what's going on, man? Hey, I'm excited about this. We have a podcast with a legit name, with our own <laughs> legit music, and maybe one or two original ideas that we'd like to share. We've done a few of these, huh? Yeah, we have. A little off the cuff, under the radar, but there's... No, I like it. Yeah. I think it's because, uh, you know, obviously we're passionate about uh, some Star Wars, and we're passionate about a lot of things, which, by the way, we're going to talk about today. You want to go over that? What are we talking about? Well, we'll start off with the, the news of the day coming from the Star Wars universe. Uh, our main topic of discussion will be collecting Star Wars stuff, how to do it, some tips, some things we've learned over the years, and, and how to get exactly what you want for whether you have just like a limited space, a little corner of a room where you'd like to put some Star Wars stuff, or whether you have a wall, or whether you even have a man cave, or any space, fill it with exactly what you want. Good, yeah. And we, you know, why don't... Why don't we start with just giving a little background on us? How about that? How about the BMB? So the BMB... Legendary, to be Unofficially started. Um, <laughs> a few years ago, uh, me and a buddy of mine named Sheldon, uh, we've been friends for a long time, and uh, we kind of reconnected. Uh, we have sons that are the same age, and, and uh, they played baseball together a few years ago, and, and they're friends, and um, we both realized each other's love of all things Star Wars. And so we'd kind of keep each other posted when we'd see things, you know, on Craigslist or offer up and just, hey, you know, hey, is this something that interests you? Or And, and you're talking about collectibles, right? You're talking yeah. about toys, yeah. you're talking we're about talking posters, about you're talking about Specifically, anything. we were talking about uh, original figures. Right. And so... Um, so through that, you know, it was actually at the ballpark one day I was bringing something to Sheldon, um, a Darth Vader case full of original figures and weapons. <laughs> the yeah. coolest thing ever yeah. when you're at the ballpark. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and I bump into our mutual friend Trevor, and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, this is, this is for Sheldon, because he knows Sheldon. Sure. And, uh, but he did not know at the time that Sheldon was an avid Star Wars fan, and, and so he's like, what do you got there? So I showed him, and he's like, oh, yeah, I used to have that one and this one, and oh, yeah, man, I remember playing with those. And Got super nostalgic on you, huh? Yeah, and so that kind of got him going a little bit, and then he's a friend with you, and so how did that, how'd that work out with you and him? Well, yeah, that was interesting, because, you know, I've always, I, I've, you know, since I was a kid, loved Star Wars, and I had a few toys, and, you know, they never made it. They didn't make it through the playing and the and the moving and all this stuff. And I had like, I remember I had one, you know, I, I'd made some crazy purchases and I won't go into that, but I, I kind of had a small collection that I'd secretly bought with, you know, no, the money I shouldn't have spent on it. And, and Trevor's like, Hey, don't you, don't you one day, and apparently it was after he meeting him. He's like, don't you, don't you have Star Wars stuff? Don't you collect it? I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I, I really, it was literally in boxes and, and like a, uh, uh, old military ammo case, you know, crazy stuff. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, kind of. I kind of collect it, and, you know, I definitely enjoy Star Wars. But he's like, well, hey, you know, Andy, and you and I are acquaintances. We weren't really friends, but we right. definitely hung out a few times. And uh, some mutual friends. Some mutual friends. And, and he's like, well, Andy, and, and this other guy, Sheldon, who I didn't know at the time, is 
they've got a group. So it came to me as like a full club. <laughs> you guys were already well established. You yeah. probably had T-shirts in, in my mind, you know. And uh, he's like, well, there's this collector group I know of, you know, and Andy's in charge of it. And uh, and he kind of made a to-do about it, which you played into, and you can go into that. But, like, we'll see if... We'll see if you get invited in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I remember that, and like you said, I I knew of you, and you know we had we had played some Halo with each other back in the day. Sure, sure. But um, but uh, maybe one golf trip. I don't know. Yeah. So Trevor says to me, "Hey, you know, Josh likes Star Wars stuff too, and he says he has some stuff." I'm like, "Oh, really?" Okay. No. I mean, and that's the that's the truth right there. It wasn't about maybe incorporating another member into your group. It was about seeing what you had. <laughs> It's yeah, absolutely. Pillaging his collection is what it was. It, it was I, like, okay, <laughs> all right. And so my impression, I've never told you this, but um, my impression when I when I first came over to see, yeah, you know, oh, Josh likes Star Wars stuff too. You know, because there's a lot of people that say they like Star Wars sure. and, and that they have Star Wars stuff. Like the new art teacher at Huntington is like, oh, yeah, I like Star Wars. I have a T-shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, and it just it makes me chuckle. I'm like, want to pat her on the head. And say, yeah. yeah, that's nice. And... uh um, but when I came over, it was, uh, I noticed you had collections, right? Like little, had, little pockets of, you had a couple of tubs of star Wars. You had a, you had a few tubs of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You yeah, had, yeah. you got some swords on the wall. You've got, yeah, yeah, yeah. you had collections. Thank you. Thank you. You're really painting the, the, the it, really cool <laughs> picture over here. <laughs> What else? <laughs> no, none of I noticed like, that you were a huge nerd. <laughs> <laughs> well, that or would a be, closet nerd. That would be yeah. The, the there's a <laughs> kettle being called black by a yeah, pot no, no, somewhere. No, no, no. Yeah, at the time, yeah, everything's yeah. changed now. But uh, but I remember. Okay, well, so like he's he's into stuff, and it was all stuff that I liked too. So it wasn't like I was mocking you or anything. Sure, even on the inside, right? But no. um. No, you were marking me. Is what you were doing. <laughs> well, I we did we did make a transaction. We made one transaction. We it was a very a trans- interesting one, especially given that it was a Star Wars transaction. And for what I received, for what I gave, yeah, I I think you came out on top on that. I think I did too. But it was funny because it wasn't Star Wars. No. Related. Now the reason we're talking about this is because if you're listening out there, it's kind of fun. You know, I would say if you're somebody that enjoys Star Wars, but you. And you have a few things, right? Even if it's a T-shirt. Maybe it's three T-shirts. It doesn't matter. Target sells Star Wars T-shirts. They sure do. They're great. Lots of them. Um, I think it's the con- what, what I realized that I was missing was the connection with somebody else that you could be very comfortable with and just be like, man, tell me, check out this toy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this totally cool 40-year-old toy that I just got. So, so, so anyway, go on. Sorry, that that that's. I'm just kind of pointing that out. Is that this was kind of like like, oh, hey, there's there's other people out there. Yeah, it's like a support group. Air quote normal people. Normal people. Yeah, <laughs> but they have jobs. Yeah. So Trevor's <laughs> wives. A I, I mean, you're married. That's yeah, fantastic. I mean, yeah. I mean, all of us are. We have families and <laughs> careers and right, right, right. We still collect toys. Yeah, and we collect toys. <laughs> No, but Trevor's a policeman. I'm a teacher. Uh, Sheldon works at a hospital, and Josh, you are a small business owner. Yeah, it's like we. It sounds like a great team. Like we could get anything done. Like the A team. Yeah, if you're gonna make a squad, <laughs> there it is. Hashtag, Hashtag. Star Wars squad. But um, <laughs> no, it, it, you're right. It's just a uh, and. And over the last few years, we've we've gotten to become buddies, and we do things together, and our 
kids are know each other now and, and yeah it's, it's cool it's, yeah it's not weird if we're around each other but go back hold on i'm gonna pause you okay. go back what was our first transaction the first transaction you have a, like you have a fantastic memory you're, you're gonna be first transaction me. was um i had a generation one complete optimus prime exactly see which is hilarious because it has nothing to do with star wars no. that's why it was your mark you didn't have to give up a Star Wars item at the time. Well, and... But you keyed off... This is the thing. You keyed off something I said. I remember that, too. I'm like, man, I told you about my collection, and uh, which wasn't specifically Star Wars, but I kind of went... I went off the res as far as Star Wars goes and talked about Transformers a little bit. And, yeah. And you well, latched on. I, I don't know if maybe we need to get to this right now, but it wasn't... <laughs> it wasn't... It wasn't because I was swindling no no it no was, i'm teasing you i'm teasing no i know but there was so i i traded that to you for um a uh it was transport it was a yeah it was a rebel transport carrier yeah, yeah. um which is interesting that i gave that up because it was the only one i had it wasn't like an extra yeah it was really it, weird and i i don't i don't think i cared for it it was weird i don't yeah. remember why i did that. i think i just wanted to make a trade well there was there was a you know getting the whole reason why we collect the old toys from our past anyway is sentimentality, and there you have a connection with the uh, with the Transformers with, with the, the Prime, Prime yeah yeah with yeah. your brother yep I did and so there you went off and you told me about that and so I was like all right this is cool that's um, a pro tip by the way connect. find their weaknesses <laughs> find the connections that's a pro tip um, and by the way if you listen for very long you'll find the Andy. Is is the master of the connecting? I <laughs> of the exploitation. I deal with the people. <laughs> um, I no, listen. there's so I at that time, and it was what three years ago? Was it yeah, longer? It feels like it's been longer, but I don't think it was that long. I think it was. I think it's been two years, to be honest with you. It yeah. hasn't been three yet. Mm. We'll check, but well, we'll fact check that. But don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. We have plenty of episodes ish. to get that. So. At that time, I was getting rid of, because as you had little collections here and there of things, and not little, but like bins full of things, Right. I was getting rid of my collections to focus on a collection. Right. I had, I had come to the point um, where I had a lot of stuff, Right. And, and it was just enough to be, I'd have cool th- little things here and there, but it wasn't wasn't like there was no continuity to it. Was it was just enough to annoy your wife. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and so... Um, yeah, I'm, you wanted to... You want, I think you were... I think I caught you, or you caught me, right as you were like, I'm grabbing on to a collection. I'm going to make it happen. Because here's what I was doing. I was trying to collect everything. Right. And all the cool stuff, like the OG <laughs> Optimus Prime, like... But that was the only Transformer that I had. Right. It was awesome. Right. But it was the only one I had, you know? So it, like, didn't... Fit and and I had a ton of GI Joe stuff. Right, tons. tons. Like Still do, I don't have you? have a lot. I had a lot. I have some left mm. that I, for sentimentality reasons, with my brothers, I will I will not get rid of. <laughs> but um, I just had a. I went through a process. I got to the point, and here is here is my biggest tip for anybody that wants to collect anything. Make it specific. Mm. So that you can, I mean, you can have a wall of this and a corner of the room with that, and, and then you can just kind of, it ends up looking like a 
a, a collection room right. where where things go to be collected, and right. and that can be cool. But if but for me, I like the organization. I like the presentation. I like the continuity in it. And so for me, I was getting rid of the transformers. I was I was whittling down all of the GI Joe stuff that I had until I just got to the absolute bare things that I wanted so I could start building up my Star Wars collection because that is what I even though I played with GI Joes more when I was a kid cuz that was I just kind of caught the tail end of Star Wars. Right. Um and I loved it, but GI Joe was the first thing I did when I got He's home a real from school. American hero. Real American hero. I mean, right. yeah, I mean and they they had they had elbow joints. Yeah, oh, I yeah. mean, it's like I mean, so advanced. The figures were a little more playable. I mean, the first time you saw Snake Eyes, I mean, what were you gonna do? Yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? Kinda, You're gonna buy the rest. Yeah, right. You had an Uzi. You had a freaking Uzi, man. <laughs> and so, um, man, the half-hour cartoons <clears throat> after school—they were great. So, like, even though I played more with the GI Joes, I wanted to collect the Star Wars stuff because that. That has nostalgia. I played with GI Joes, but I loved. But you didn't watch like GI Joes cartoons, like like the feeling you get when you watch the right. Star Wars movies is that was something. Because I'm I'm born in '77. You're born in '77, right? Fact. Fact. We're old, ish. <laughs> but '77, you know, obviously we weren't we weren't watching it as babies. No. So we had to catch up. We've told this before on a on a deal, but that was my thing. Is I remember the reason that I would. Uh, before really collecting, when when we we met up, was I would just go into uh, a comic book store, or so, you know, or something. Somebody that had a, mm-hmm. and I'd see, you know, the, I remember the first the first packaged toy in a plastic bag I bought was the Vader that I have up there, the Jedi Vader, uh, Return of the Jedi, in a package Vader, and it was thirty dollars. I didn't I didn't make thirty dollars in a day at the time, and I remember just saying, I'm going to buy that because. And then I just tucked it into a drawer, and because I remember as a kid, you know, I remember those toys and and the feeling you got. And 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 I would say anyone out there, if you listen to this and you look, you know, you may have searched Star Wars and found us. Thank you, <laughs> thanks for listening, listeners. Um, but it, you know, any of you would know we're all collectors. I think human beings are just collectors, and you know, to some degree, we're either we collect stuff or we collect memories or, or whatever and well it's a I guess it would be part of that nesting idea. You yeah. want to be surrounded by things that make you happy and make you comfortable. Absolutely. And, and for you and me, that stuff is Star Wars stuff. And so um so like I was saying, if you're gonna collect, figure out what you want. Yep. Like for me, it was the priority was to get all of the original figures. And which is nice about the Star Wars things, even though some of them can get to be pretty expensive, there is a finite number. Like G.I. Joe's, they came out with 12 to 30 new figures every year. Right. And they still are coming out with yep. figures. And so... Um, and it's kind of like what's happening right now with the current Star Wars. You know, where it's like, oh my gosh, they're, yeah, more, they're the Lego version and the, and, and the non-Lego version. And the and Black Series. And the Black Series. The, the, oh, the, the 3.75 uh, and the 6-inch. And the 12 and the, You know, hey, let's yeah. go. So yeah. it, it could be never-ending. Um, it can, it, for me, it can get a little overwhelming. And that might be the OCD in me. But I wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to get the figures complete with all of their accessories that's what I set out to do. And, and you're talking about the original vintage from the first three movies. Yes. The, the from first 1977 trilogy. to 1985. Yeah. 
those. And then along the way... And that had a finite number. That's what you were looking at. It's like, look, you can accomplish this collection as well within the, the, the group of like figures. Obviously, there's plenty of right. shoot-offs that were are crazy and still are crazy and fun to find now. But Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But And then I knew along the way, just because you buy... Sometimes you buy groups of things or a lot, a lot of things just to get one or two of those items. Right. And then you turn around and you either sell the other ones off or you use them for trade and, and maybe you pick up some vehicles along the way and some play sets. And then pretty soon, you know, once I got done collecting or gathering all of those original figures, I didn't just have the figures. I had a lot of other stuff along with it that, right. I, that I'd gotten along the way so that now... Now, now it's now it's a collection. It's not just the figures. It's 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 turned into something. And and along the way, it's like, yeah, I could have gotten this, and I could have gotten those things, and those are really awesome. Those are original 1977, this and that. But they're not the figures. You got to stay on the prize, eyes right. on the prize. Otherwise, you can. There is so much Star Wars stuff. So much. Yeah. Everything. Toothbrushes to lunch pails to cookie jars to pillow sheets. <laughs> Yes, there are cookie jars. Lots and lots of cookie jars. And and so like if you if you don't have a goal in mind, and this is true in anything, if you don't have a sure. goal in mind, then how will you know when you've reached it? And so and so your goal that was important. To your me. goal was to get every vintage like uh, a mass manufactured figure, mm-hmm. and then and you introduced me some stuff that like I didn't know. Like I just didn't know. I'm like yeah, I, you know, we got the original. Uh, from uh, 12, 12, right? The yeah, first, the first 12. 12. And then the last 17, those are two things I knew nothing about. Yeah. And if you're listening, you may not know that either. Andy, tell me, what are the last 17? The last 17. And we're talking about vintage Star Wars figures, 3.75 inch Star Wars, Star Wars figures from those years, 77 to 85. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, 17 is 85, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, tell, tell us about. So, the last 17 are, were the last 17. Uh, figures produced, and they came out in 1985. This was a couple years after the Return of the Jedi, and it was at the tail end of kind of the popularity, the wave. The Jedi, um, yeah. yeah, Return, Return of, of the, the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. And so these came out a couple years after, and they weren't super popular. They were um, obscure figures for the so most a lot part. of them were like there's a there's a group of them that are just like Jabba's palace figures that right. that would kind of be in the background when you pan across Luke or, you know, in, or Jabba, they were off in a corner. And so they weren't... And some reckon- of them were only produced in Europe, right? Well, the Yak Face was only right. produ- produced in Europe, and so that made him even more obscure right. and rare. And so so these last 17 figures weren't super popular. They weren't overly collected, and they're, they're rare now. The, I mean, amongst... Toys that you know, figures that are forty years old, thirty-five to forty years old, they are considered rare of the rare, right? And they're they range at least as of right now, um, complete. You know, there's an Ewok that you can probably still get for around sixty bucks, yeah. Complete all the way to like the Yak Face is if he's in good shape, you know, five hundred, six hundred bucks, right? And uh, you and know, that's out of a package, by the way. That's right. loose. And that's loose. And and they rival the blue snaggletooth. And so mm. which is an original The legendary. Yeah. Which is an original Star Wars uh, a new hope figure that that didn't get produced um 
in mass quantities that ended up being the red snaggletooth. But the blue right. guy did come out with a um, with a playset, and and he was part of the Star Wars universe, but he just wasn't. It wasn't intentional. He wasn't made to be mass produced. He was just part of this little thing, and yeah. just making toys, man. Yeah. And okay, so all that being said, so you made some good points. We're talking about. That's a little bit of the history of us. Why don't we bring that in for a landing? So we made our first trade, and what really happened after that was kind of the, the, the camaraderie that we formed within the group, yeah. this group that I thought was already established, but turns out was turns established out. when cutting, I joined it. Cutting edge. And got it. We decided to let you hang out with Thank us. you. So, and which was kind of cool because, you know, some of the things we would share is, uh, uh, you know, and we'll talk a little bit about what how to how to find good deals and stuff like that, and maybe in a later class. But we're giving you some history. But we found that together with the trades that we could make with each other was to me was almost more fun than than getting what I wanted. It was like, and you talked about getting the lot, and so I'd get the lot and I'd have three extra figures. And remember, I remember when we first made our I don't know what to call it our care package for Trevor, <laughs> which was like. Welcome to the Collectors Club. And we just kind of had like these extra figures and and we charged good prices for them. You know, I mean, fair, like, hey, what was our rule? It was like the BMB price. BMB price, yeah. And so, so what was what's great? And if you can do this, if you can find other people that have uh, this comp- and you can, and they're out and there, you can. they're definitely out there. You just got to go find them. And, and I would first ask like your friends, like, hey, is this something you enjoy? Is you sure. like doing this? Because it's always better when you do it with your buddies. And and, and there's plenty of net, social networking now. I mean, locally. Yeah. Facebook. There's going to be a club. In Offer your, up. Craigslist. Yep. There's, you'll find people. You'll, you'll find a club. You'll, you'll find a people. Oh, my gosh. A whole yeah. trove You'll of them. find more than you probably Than you want. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the, the cool thing about the four of us is that we kind of just let each other know about when we find something or if we see something or you'll ask each other questions or like, hey, I got one of these, you guys need this. Or now it's like it, it really does support, we support each other in this. Um, it's not a support group. but I think it is, sort of, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but we, we find things, we help each other out, we, you know, and even if the answer is like, no, I, you know, I don't have the money right now or like, uh, nah, I'm not, I don't want it, I'm not interested in that or... Um, we keep each other um, kind of ear to the ground, and and so we have helped each other find things and work towards completing whatever it is we're trying to get. Right. And and it's and and it's it's been it's been mutually beneficial for all of us. And I would say that if you can find a group of guys or gals or whatever that are have that same interest, you guys will end up helping each other out a lot more than you're trying to beat them to the deal there absolutely and i think that's a a good a good segue is like that's what we discovered is it was as much fun to find that deal and share it with everyone and i i just love that you know you would you would find and and you really are the spearhead to finding lots and by lot you know like a lot of stuff and you would buy it as a lot and then you would like i want these two things who wants this and we just kind of pick through it and we'd exchange or trade it's just a ton of fun so really there's a history of the the bmb and by the way the first thing you do when you find one or two people that like to collect stuff is you make up a name <laughs> you have to make up a name for your little group and yeah. we we, we settled on yeah 
The Blue Milk Brigade. Oh my gosh, so original. And we've got stickers. We got stickers. We got stickers. We got a couple logos. My wife owns a cricket and she made us some t-shirts. Yeah, we got t-shirts. All right, so that's very important. That was actually step one. Before anyone collected anything, we had to make a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no. So there you go. There's the Blue Milk Brigade. And so, so what's next? What are you going to talk about now? So we got a little, you want to talk about news? Let's do some news Because we're all about, and, and look, this is episode one. I think that was our history lesson, right? So yeah. if somebody listens, they'll be like, oh, I, I get these guys. We're just collectors. We're, we're people that love Star Wars. We collect memories. We collect toys. We collect uh, cookie jars. We collect everything, yeah. all right? <laughs> so. Um, if the craft is seaworthy. Yeah, yeah, I sail. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we also just like to talk about Star Wars. Sometimes we'll just hash it over. This guy over here, Andy, he'll pose a question about a, a random fact in a movie <laughs> And we'll talk for half an hour about it. And you do it too. If you found this, you nerds, you do it too. So listen up. It might get interesting. It might not. I don't even know. You know, <laughs> maybe you, you might even reach the lofty goals of having like a, a raffle. You might have a raffle <laughs> where you win the, the guts of the Death Star trash compactor. You might have a raffle. Yes. Where that happens, and now it's a pen yes. holder Everybody on my desk. Everybody walks away with a door prize. <laughs> hey, that's, well, a great, that's a great pen holder. It's the best. <laughs> so, Star Wars news. The news of the day, what's been happening. Um, Josh, I know you are into uh, Galaxy of Heroes, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah, the uh, app. Yep. What, what's, what's latest with that? Boy, there's a lot of pods out there on that, and... Uh, and so I encourage anyone. I am by no means an expert on that game. I've watched the podcast of the people, so you know, uh, hashtag like a Clubs fan, a Cubs fan. It, it, there's all these guys. They do. They're wacky. And but it's a great game. It's a great little app you can put on your phone. It's free to play, or you can definitely pay a lot of money. My favorite part about the app is that the little the characters are so cool it's like i'm just collecting you know it's like a card collection and i get to play with them and i was showing andy and he was rolling his eyes at me but but in a, in a nice way that i was like oh check out check out this character and then watch what she can do and then you, you do like special moves and all this stuff so uh the news in galaxy of heroes is uh currently jedi revan just came out sounds so. cool yeah, it's very cool. Old Republic guy. Yeah. You had to you had to formulate you had to form the team of all these old Republic characters that the game just released, which is pretty fun. They had a new Wookiee, uh, who I didn't know about. They got this little um, twi Twilight that uh, uh, her name's Mission. You get kind of a, a drunken, drunken uh, kung fu guy samurai, which is kind of fun. Like Jackie Chan. Yeah, it was great. His name's like Jolie, and so we call him Angelina Jolie. But anyway, oh, okay. so there's all these uh, great. Uh, characters, but that was a that's the latest news right there uh, for Jedi Revan, which is I I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well there's uh, so recently, check the game out. Recently announced um, a new television series. Now this one's I, so we have some theory crafting on this one, right? We got some. Yeah. So the Mandalorian, John Favreau directed, which that's is very cool. Which is cool. Iron Man, that's yeah. very cool. Yeah, he's like legit. Um, also, Swingers, the star of Swingers. Also, one of the best movies ever. If you haven't seen it, kids, you're go so look money. It up. You're so money. You don't so even money. know it. Um, so, The Mandalorian. Uh, first of all, just the title alone. I mean, 
anybody that's a Star Wars fan knows Mandalorian equals Boba Fett equals cool guy. Right. But it's not about Boba Fett. Um, all we have gotten so far is a picture of a man of a man wearing a suit of armor that is Mandalorian armor, which is what who what Boba Fett wore, right? Who and who was not a who, Mandalorian, and this guy may not be a Mandalorian either, but he is wearing the suit of a Mandalorian, right? The the armor of the of the Mandalorian uh, warrior, and. We've also gotten a picture of his rifle. Right. And the picture of his rifle, for the diehards, they freaked because it was, it was, a, it was a, a life-like rendition of the cartoon Christmas special, the Star Wars Christmas special, where Boba Fett was first introduced and he was riding a dinosaur and he had this weird forked rifle... And, everyone, and it's over his shoulder on his it, back. Yeah, it's like oh, okay. slung across his back. And, and so when we got the Instagram picture of the gun, like the diehards knew right away, hey, I know that. I've seen that wow. before. And everyone freaked out and was like, that's from the cartoon. And like the first time ever somebody thought the cartoon was actually worth going to see because it's weird. I'm telling you, man, uh, that picture is awesome. It is. I'll tell you what, the, the helmet is, is really awesome. Yeah, so I, I very, was, uh, very, very like a polished chrome looking. Yeah, and the colors on it reminded me of uh, some of the, if you've watched any of the Clone Wars or um, even enjoy Star Wars Legos, the uh, Death Watch Mandalorian mm. armor is is kind of of that color too. So I wondered if there was a connection with there. But you had a theory about I have a, a theory what, a, about what the what, what it's about. What so the theme here's, is here's the problem is that I'm 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 trying to pull some memory because I went through uh, the three books uh, starting with Aftermath, which is uh, under the new canon. Okay, there's some great books out there. Obviously, uh, now with Disney mm-hmm. under the new canon, Aftermath was the the time after. Jedi, but before the First Order. And so there's a small... And, and Aftermath does a great job of, of following another group of, of you know, heroes, and, and, but also kind of the, the fall of the Empire. Yeah, because there's a lot up in the air. There's a lot going on. And the Battle of Jakku is, is, is part of after, the Aftermath, a, a three-book series. But what, what kind of came out and didn't really uh, grab a hold, like it didn't... Like there was a thread... Going through that, uh, a story thread that was going through there was about kind of these, uh, the only thing that I can, kind of these old west kind of vigilantes and they're, they're going from town to town and they're, they're relieving the town from some pressure from some bad guys, all right? They're either uh, gangsters or whatever. And it's just kind of showing how the galaxy is, is resisting. The galaxy is, is taking back some of their stuff and he finds this, I can't even remember the character's name, so I apologize. This is just something I kind of thought of tonight when he said, I, I said, I have this theory, and I need to go back and read the books again mm-hmm. a second time. But the theory was is that he finds some Mandalorian armor. Now, whether it's Boba's, which I don't think it is because I believe it's on Jakku, so it's not Boba's, but he finds this armor and he puts it on, and it becomes almost like a sheriff's badge. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what he represents. And he walks into the town, and he starts liberating towns from the oppression that they have. And so my theory with the Mandalorian is we might be looking at kind of an kind of an, a, a western style 
you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and the only thing about looking at the picture, though, is he looks pretty polished up where I envision when I listen to the book of more kind of a patchwork guy who's wearing this Mandalorian armor. But what happens is, is that the towns and the cities really, or the towns that he liberates, quote unquote, really get behind this guy and he starts forming kind of a, kind of a, a militia. I don't know, whatever. So do you kind think, of a following. Do you think, let me ask you a question here. So do you think that the Mandalorian, whoever this main character is, is always the Mandalorian? He's known whether he's wearing it or not, or he puts it on and becomes a hero. And like, he's just a regular dude. Um, but as soon he's as he, totally a regular dude. I think the Mandalorian as a title uh, must stand for both what you're saying. Like one, the armor is Mandalorian armor, even mm-hmm. though he's not a Mandalorian. I don't remember. We read the description. It happens at the same time I'm talking about. I think they're following this. I think what they're trying to do is what they might be trying to do, which is totally cool. Yeah, is get a gritty kind of a Westworld type of uh, of story arc from from Star Wars. Which, by the way, Star Wars is a, is a spaghetti western to begin with, right? It's already the, the 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 Han Solo shooting from the hip and the and the you know the dusty out west feel of Tatooine, but. Yeah, but the Mandalorian, I think, is going to follow that type of of uh, of same story, which I would really enjoy. If it's a kind of about the little people in the galaxy type of thing, and and it probably is going to have zero to do with the Force and zero to do with Jedi, and and which would which would you and I agree absolutely love about like Rogue One, you know, and and even yeah. Solo. Well, yeah, and and if and if they throw in just like the occasional. Maybe we get a cameo of of a known character, and it doesn't even have to be a main character. But it like like the Clone Wars, they had a couple characters that ended up making their way into Rogue One, yep. and it was just like, oh yeah, I know that guy, I've seen him before, and and just for for those that are that care enough to look at the names of the characters to see if oh, if they've been somewhere else, like it, I I would imagine that there's going to be a character or two. Maybe it's a cameo that uh, that we know. Here's what I want. I want the grit that I think that a John Favreau can bring. Mm-hmm. The grit. I want it to be a gritty western. I want it to be style. All right. I want there to be a hero, a normal hero. You know, he's got the gun. He all he's wearing is a helmet and some armor. That's what I think the Mandalorian really stands for. Is that he becomes more with the armor on, even though it doesn't make him any better. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the Mandalorians, they had a reputation being warriors. They were kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, the 300. Right, know, right. Uh, there you go. Ancient Greece, right. you know. And so so whether he's actually Mandalorian or not, when you see that armor, I think it's something that's kind of a known quantity in the universe. Like, oh, hey, you know. Uh, that's a very distinct attention. helmet. Yes, attention. Yeah, oh, I love that helmet too. And and I was just thinking of this when you were talking about it that maybe maybe and I'll take your theory one step further All right. from the Western you know the guy coming and liberating towns from right either Klingon not Kling not like Star Trek. Jeez, Klingon, man, but like, you scared the hell out of me just then. <laughs> like <laughs> like uh, Imperial Klingon <laughs> forces that haven't relinquished, that haven't you know. No, and that's totally what it is. Little up, factions that are still, or yeah. or it's or it's gangsters like the Huts or right you know Black Sun or Red Dawn you know trying to take over some things to gain some footholds. Um, you know, you've got this, it's this lone guy who's, you know, like you said, liberating these towns, but maybe, maybe, 
maybe it takes on a little bit of an A-team feel. Mm. Oh, Like you he imagine? was once a soldier of fortune. Now, if you can find him, maybe you can hire the Mandalorian. Can you imagine just like lifting up his mask a little bit and stuffing a cigar in there and just feeling, <laughs> I love it when a plan comes together. He's, He's like no a robot. good to me, Dad. <laughs> I'm trying to do Boba's voice. You can't do Boba's voice. <laughs> I love it when a plan comes together. Uh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, The Mandalorian, very exciting. That's coming out fall of 2019. Very cool. Very excited Look, about that. Look, I think, and, and we have, we've made pods that no one will listen to about this, <laughs> I think that these offshoots are the best thing for the Star Wars universe. And John Favreau, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Like. Yeah. These offshoots where they get real, and that's why I kind of latched onto the whole Western thing. I think they're going to get real with these. Uh, thank you, you know, current Star Wars canon for all your mad mystical BS, but they're going to get real with these dirty, gritty, you know, there's no force involved at the time. You know, that kind of thing is what I feel like. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, well, that's I mean, my personal if, thoughts. If you go, if you even go back to like the San Diego Comic Con from this year, the biggest news coming out of it was that they were going to do another season of uh, Clone Wars. Right. right, that's new. People canon. love that stuff. That's new canon, right? They, since they did a Control Alt Delete on the old stuff, which how do they bring Thrawn back? It's my gosh, I wish they could get Thrawn right. I know I they screwed it. up on Thrawn. No, well, not in, not in Clone Wars. I mean, but how do we? The Thrawn from before they hit Control Alt Delete was really cool. Yeah. So well, there was some really cool stuff that I'm. I still think they should do a, a Shadows of the Empire redo. Oh right. Yeah, that would be awesome. Except it involves characters that we already know, and we'd have to use different people, and it, that would bother some people. Oh, of course. Of course it would. Of course it would. We can't change the directors. We can't change directors one time in a movie without people throwing a fit about it. Oh, brother. Anyway, um, there is a show that's out right now called Resistance. It's a it's another cartoon. Have not seen it. It's on the to do list. It looks really good. Um, I, everybody that I have that I follow on Twitter that is in that Star Wars universe uh, loves it. So, what's the gist? I haven't even I haven't even read a. I have one the, one I, plot. Well, I have taken a different route. I have chosen oh, okay. to good. not find out anything good, about good, good. it so that when I can see it, I can see it with fresh eyes. Okay, then don't tell me what you don't know. Okay, no, no problem. The, um, <laughs> the, the last thing in the news uh, is not directly Star Wars related. It is Mark Hamill related. Um, Which, you know. I mean, he's pretty, pretty Star Wars. Until the last... Episode was pretty much Star Wars. <laughs> um, Squadron 42. It's a new video game that's coming out that features Mark Hamill as a character, and his character looks exactly like him. The CGI in it fantastic is really good. Every character that had a speaking voice in this, I don't know, it was probably a four or five minute trailer for this video game, was recognizable. It was somebody famous. It was Gary Oldman. It was... I mean, th- awesome. everybody that spoke was recognizable, male, female. You could not only recognize the voice, but the face with it. It was that person, but in a video game. And it looked really cool. Um, not exactly sure when it comes out, but it's not out yet. And it's called Squadron 42. Good on you, Mark Hamill. Good on you. Way to keep the lights on, fine and work now that Luke's <laughs> no longer with us. Well, and the Joker, he... Yeah, true. You know. True. The Joker. Um 
any, just a, a quick circle back with the collecting. Josh, was there, was there any like story collecting that really stood out to you that was like funny or humorous or was like awesome? You totally scored. Oh man. Anything come to mind? I'm probably not going to have as many as yours. Yeah. I, I just have one. I told one. Let's it was see. really weird. It was, and it's like a friend of my wife. She, which is funny. This is what we talked about at the beginning where you're going to find people that love Star Wars. So her kid or her, her husband, you know, like was closet collecting stuff and it was all like current stuff, you know? So a lot of episode one through three, like not by current, I mean like he must've gathered some stuff up in the 2000s. He gathered some stuff up. He threw it in a bin too. He threw it in a box or whatever. And then some of the more recent stuff. And so what I really, she called up and she's like, Hey, we're having a garage sale. We're moving. I know your husband likes Star Wars, which, you know, is that's it sucks that she knew that. But anyway, um, means my wife's talking too much. I need to talk to her about that. But uh she, get her in line. Gotta, gotta put the, the tape on my t shirt when I'm wearing the <laughs> stormtrooper. Whatever. So um so I get the call and she wants forty bucks for sight unseen, really, for uh, boxes of stuff. So I drive up and you know, I'm looking at it. it's like weird masks, you know, Darth Maul rubber masks and just kind of creepy stuff, you know. I'm like, you know what? It's got so much Star Wars stuff, junk or not, 40. I said, I'll give you 60. And I took, you know, more than what she had. And we went through all that stuff. And I went, maybe one gem in there. I'm like, oh, man, I'm just going through it. And so I kind of made this little pile. And I did throw some stuff away. I'm sorry. I did just try. I threw some stuff away. I'm sorry. Somebody out there is like, you son of a. They don't even know what it is, but they probably would have wanted it. Uh, I threw some stuff away. And I'm going through this final box, and and what ultimately happened is that my 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 brother has a has a young son. He loves Star Wars, and I it was like it was his birthday. And I'm like forty bucks. It's all yours. So I actually you know I'm out twenty. Okay? okay, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. So I go through this final box, and in it is this this piece of plastic. That's all you can describe it as a piece of plastic shaped in a certain way. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like. That's the door to an Imperial shuttle, like Tiberian. The Tiber- that's the door to the which I own, which I bought yeah. without a door, because you know it's a lot cheaper that way. And I'm like, oh, I'll find a door, and then you go on and look for a door, and they're like eighty dollars, a hundred. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm not gonna buy the door today. It's fine. It's up high. Nobody can see it. I'm looking at it, and in this box of what is mostly two thousand stuff, right? With plastic lightsabers, plastic lights, and- like twenty plastic lightsabers, and tons. Yeah. And like paper plates and cups, right? Paper plates and <laughs> cups, Darth Maul everything cups and Darth Maul napkins and you know just all that stuff which I love Darth Maul I love all that but I'm I'm kind of on the vintage track and here is this door which is literally worth between eighty and a hundred dollars and it's not in the best shape but I'm like that's the door and sure enough I get on my stool and I stand up there and I pull down the shuttle which I have on this high shelf and it fits like it, it's on it right now now it's a little discolored I need to do some you know, bathing and all that stuff and also wash that thing on the shuttle. But yeah, other than that, it's great. That that is so it's a hundred dollar fine and a sixty dollar buy, which I sold most of for forty. I mean that's that's trading right there. That, that's how it happens. That it, it it was meant to be. There it is. That's 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 how I I love stories like that. Yeah. They just crazy. Dude, and I could have missed it. It was just in the bottom with the napkins. It was just crazy like a whole birthday party and, and a <laughs> shuttle door. Look it up on eBay. Look up the the Imperial shuttle nineteen what eighty three or two. I forget. Well, anyway, yeah, from Jedi. That's perfect. That that's a great 
That's a thank great, you. That's a great story. Um, I've I've really enjoyed meeting people. Now you're you're the you're the social one. With you go out well, and you meet people. I yes, and I that's expensive sometimes, but it's sure. fun. I. I I do I do like meeting the people. I like to get to know what they're into uh, because uh, I love being able to get or give or point somebody in the direction of finding something that they need. Right. Not not that necessarily like if they want it that's cool, but I'm looking for this and I happen to have what you're what you right. need. Like I love that. I even if even if I take a hit on the price sometimes, getting it to the person that um, it's supposed to go to for me is very satisfying. And uh, so, like, I've met a ton of cool people. Uh, this guy named Paul up in Tacoma, he's got this sweet little family. He's, he's a younger guy, um, but he's just, he just loves Star Wars, and he collects, and he, he does what we do. He, he buys a lot of things at once and then right. keeps what he wants and then resells what he doesn't. And, and so, um, you know, met that dude. He's, he's awesome. Aaron from uh, the Oregon Outpost who sets up two meets. Uh, by meets, I mean get-togethers every year for people that collect Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Transformers, yeah, that's really cool. Ninja Turtles. That's very cool. And so I've gotten to go down and see one of those and hang out with those guys, and they're all super nice, and they have their things that they collect, and I have my things, and we talk about it, and, hey, you got any of these? Or, yeah, I got that, and I've got, I got some posters out of that deal. And, and one of the, one of the uh, coolest things that uh, it, was, it was a throw-in. I bought, I bought a whole bunch of stuff from a guy who, unfortunately, was kind of coming on some hard luck, and he needed sure. some cash. And those are kind of sad, but they are opportunities and they do happen. And, and, you know, you hate to see people getting rid of things that they love, but you also understand that you're also getting them money to keep their head above water, you know, and you're helping them out, even though you don't feel great about it. At least I don't. But, uh, um, I bought a bunch of stuff from a guy who's, who's, who was unloading a bunch of stuff and, and he threw in a poster. He threw in a poster. It was a, it was a it was a nineteen eighty remake of a New Hope movie, mm. movie poster, and it turns out it's about two hundred dollars. <laughs> but he he just threw it in, sure. like he just threw it in, like you know, because I was taking all the stuff off of his hands, and, and it was you like, were paying, and yeah. I was paying, and it was like he could hang on to this and try and you know, but it would be the only Star Wars thing he had left in his house, which I would understand if he wanted to keep it, but he was like, you know what take this to why not just yeah complete and the... so it was like man thanks you know he he helped me out we didn't even need to you know and sure. it was like that was a couple bucks he probably could have got more and um but the good thing is is you take a collection like that you take what you want out of it you keep the cool stuff and then you pass it on none of this stuff goes to waste that's why i was you know tongue-in-cheek and like saying hey i threw a th- few things away the only reason i threw them away is because they were utter- for one thing they were newer and and for another nobody else would take them but but I shared all that just like you did. I shared that with like my brother and his son. I mean, you got to pass that stuff forward. There's some people out there that do some great things, even with the yeah, yeah, even the kind of beat up stuff. So, the, uh, and by the, beat up, I mean like unrecoverable. The last we keep the beat up stuff too. Yes, we do. We do. We try and fix them up, clean yep. them up, wash them up, give them a fresh coat of paint. Not literally, but um, yeah. 
maybe throw on a, a sticker or two, but a little bit of hydrogen peroxide, the, whatever. Uh, the best, the best ten dollars I've ever spent on a Star Wars item was um, cookie jar. What? No. <laughs> Although that was tease you about the cookie jar. That was he has a lot of twenty dollars. He has a lot of cookie. That cookie jar was twenty dollars. Is the R two for those of you guys that know how awesome the how beautiful the nineteen seventy seven ceramic R two cookie jar is. Um, On his on his kitchen sink, by the way, on his kitchen counter. Yeah, it's usable. Um, That was twenty dollars. I'm talking about the best ten dollars. I see. I see. Sorry, that's a different podcast. I misheard you, Josh. Yeah, let's go for the twenty dollar podcast next week. Next week we'll ramp it up. Best ten dollars I've ever spent was on a Exogorth snow globe. <laughs> now, Josh, no. you might be asking yourself, no, "What is an Exogorth? <laughs> what the hell is an Exogorth?" And Josh, I'd like to tell you that in Empire Strikes Back, um, Han flew his Millennium Falcon into an asteroid. He did cave, or so he thought. Or so he thought. But it ended up being a worm. And that worm, space is, worm. that worm is called an exogorth, and really, oh, no, it, it is. That is called an. Exogorth. I didn't know that. Yes, and so I knew the Minox. Yeah, they live in in the exogorth. Yeah, what a yeah, terrible name like, for that like giant a, beast. It's like a pilot fish on a shark. It doesn't sound as intimidating. You're like, dude, man, I almost got chomped by an exogorth, and you're like, what's that? And it's like that? it's an asteroid worm. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I had that once. It itched. Um, <laughs> but no, there's this, it's just the head of the exogorth. It's beautiful. And its mouth is open, agape, you might say. And there is a little, it's, it's not even very big. When I say snow globe, it's about the size of a rubber bouncy ball. Right, right. And it's got a little Millennium Falcon inside it with a, like 12 sand grains that if you shake up, it will. Oh, it's gorgeous, it's, man. And your wife loved it. She thought it was so stupid. Like you went... You drove 45 minutes to go pick that up. Just that. Yeah. And I said, yes, I did. It's fantastic. Yes, I did. And Christmas is almost and upon us. By the way, it is the holiday season, Josh. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine with just the fire and On the, the tree? Oh, and just a shaking up the exogorth. Tova, will you go shake up the snow globe? <laughs> anyway. Good. It's that, a good find. That's, that was my $10 hit. Um, home run, I'd like to call home it. Home run, I would, too. Uh Josh, do you have a final thought, final Star Wars thought of the day? Yeah. No, uh, yes and no. I mean, I don't know where you want to go with this. <laughs> we talk Star Wars all the time, so. I know. I have a definite. Then do it. Okay. I'll let you take it, and then we'll, we'll, we'll bring her home. About a month ago, um, I watched about a 24-minute Old Republic video on YouTube. And when I say Old Republic, it was... It was the uh, cut takes from the video game. Yep. And they were all strung together. And Fantastic. it was incredible. I, I have, I've not played this game. Sure. Um, I don't play a lot of video games as much as I used to. And uh, stupid kids. But yeah. um, I watched this 24-minute video, and I was instantly hooked. I'm in. Like, give me a whole two-hour movie of this. Right. Like, I am in. The characters were compelling. The graphics were awesome. The m- moves that they were doing, like, everything, I was hooked. I was in from from the first minute, man. It was awesome. And then you were... Let me backtrack. The lightsaber scenes in this 
whether they were Jedi, whether they were Sith, they were awesome. Yeah. And you can do so much more with a CGI character, you know, an animated character sure, sure. and what they can do. <laughs> and it's just beyond the realm of possible, but it is so cool. Like what they were doing uh, like I said, I I couldn't I couldn't have been more excited watching just just the cut takes from you know the from a video game like right. it was twenty four minutes long give me two hours of that and I am I, I will pay hard earned to watch it. Remember when I showed you Force Force Unleashed? Yes, I mean that's that's what kind of drives me a little crazy is that the writers, uh, the designers, the concept makers, whatever that created these video games like Old Republic, like Force Unleashed, I mean. Their vision is just so awesome. I mean, when you saw, when you saw, oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, it's like Dark Side. What? I, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know nerds out there. You're hating me. But when he pulls the the Star Destroyer down yes. from space, like, you're like, like screw <laughs> you, Yoda. X-wing. What? Yes. I mean, and and. It's just fantastic, and you want to you want to see like that's what you want to see, and I think that's what they're kind of doing with the with the Clone Wars. You know, those series like let's expand this. Like the powers are yes. outrageous, and I think it it won't be very long before we get some Old Republic stuff going. Have to. I mean, they have the and the, there's a lot of a lot of, and I don't know. I never played that game either. I tried. And my computer wasn't fast enough. You know, all, all the stuff I tried to play it, so couldn't afford it. Here, here's maybe a, a, a weird connection to make with it. Like, The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings were... Like, if you've read the books... Sure. And you've seen the movies, you know how awesome that is. Sure. Um, but there's a book that came out before that. In the timeline, it, it came out before that. It's called The Silmarillion. Similarian. And... Similarian. Similarian. I know, that's what I call it. The Similarian. Have we been drinking? No, the oh, similarity. I love you, man. Similarian. Um, yeah, that's like the Bible. It's hard to read. It's it is. It's hard to read, but it is really cool, and it has some very cool people in it, and you get some of the history. and the Lord of the Rings was only three pages of that whole book, right? Like the 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 time, like the very end. Yeah, yeah. like and it's like, was, oh yeah, was, and there was, was like the War an, of the Ring, and there was that you know there was that piece of history. So I'm thinking like. The old republic is is right now kind of has the same reputation yeah. as the Cimmerillion, so. and in that it's out there and it's kind of cool and it's like n- nobody knows a ton about it. But we're kind of starting with these video games with some of the um, they, they just randomly throw out a, a figure of an old republic character yep. every now and then. It's well, that's like, what they're doing with the uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Like all of a sudden, you're getting this random character, you know? Yeah, and so. So we're starting to kind of go backwards now. Now that we've gone forwards with the movies, right. like after Return of the Jedi, we've gone in the, the post-trilogy. Now we're kind of, I think we're going to start making moves prior to. Looks like there's a lot of story back there. And there's, uh, there's, I mean, there's just enough out there to where you have to hit on a couple of things on the timeline, but... It's basically wide open, and you can you can do whatever you want with that information. But again, circling back to my final thought, that video game out cut takes was so awesome. And you were saying the same thing about Battlefront, uh, the Battlefront. new Battlefront. Battlefront 2. is fantastic. I like 
I was just telling you, I'm like, you just got to sit down like and play the campaign to watch the cutscenes. Yeah, it's that... just a good. It's just a good. I mean, the Battle of Jakku. I flew around it and got my ass kicked because I was just looking at the scenery. I was like, this is fantastic. There's a star destroyer going down. You know, is that the one Ray th- flew through? You know, I mean, all this stuff is happening, and I'm just getting blasted by Tie Fighters or whatever's happening. It was fantastic. Yeah. Plus, I read the aftermath books, so. In those books, there's something going on on the ground too. Which there's this whole underlying plot. It's just, it's just really cool. I'm excited for. I'm more excited for the creators. Of uh, that's why that Mandalorian is really intriguing to me because I think they might be taking what we're talking about, like the really cool stuff that's created by these video games or these comic books or or the books themselves. You know, which sometimes have to follow the screen writing to to stay in play, but. Man, if you could have that wild Rogue One esque yeah. kind of attack on on this uh, universe, it's just it's that to me. Disney knows what they need to do, and they're doing it already with the Avengers series. They know they need to go off the res a little bit and not be so straight to the to the Mar- with Marvel. They're like they're a little tongue in cheek now. The heroes don't take themselves so seriously, but they kick ass when they do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think. If they can temper that a little better, it's hard with the Star Wars canon, but if they can temper that a little better, we'll get some really good shows. And 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 I'll say it again, if they just do Rogue One ten more times, yeah, I would be happy. Yeah. Well, Josh? I think we're good. We are good. What the heck? You are good. We're on it. Hey, thank you. Uh, thanks for joining us on for first episode of the Hollow Chronicles. Loved it. That um, was fun. Um, Listen to the next one when we come out with it. Hey, who knows what that's going to be about. We'll let you know when we get there. (laughs) Josh, it's been a pleasure. Andy, thank you, sir. BMP.